Welcome to Ethereal Underground, episode 19. I'm your host, TNT, and this evening there's an interesting episode, a little, little different path, describing more of things that we can do now to help get grounded, maybe more in touch with the spiritual side of our existence, as opposed to giving too much attention or focus on the physical. Many times I refer to that as chasing plastic and leather. In a spiritual path or connecting to nature, that's obviously going to be more in harmony with our design relating to biology, earth, and sun. Because obviously, sun is a major part of life here on Earth. Now, defining what the sun is or how the sun functions, many different concepts and theories and understandings. I've talked about that in some episodes, shows, and, and videos. I'm not really, I, I don't care where people are as far as their knowledge of science or how, how they think life works. Based on that, though, your understanding of science or how you think life works, that will directly affect your reality, as it should. I mean, that's common sense. But I think trying to educate or help others understand maybe a different type of science or ways of Thinking, viewing reality, might be something that should not be done. I know it's very difficult to try to do that, but I think everyone should be left on their own journeys. If some get it, they get it. If many don't, then they don't. I'm leaning more towards uh, that direction. Let everyone uh, fend for themselves. Create your own path and your own discoveries. I've certainly have done that. happy with where I am and my knowledge and how it's shaped my reality, my thinking process. And that's personal anyway. That's something I've worked hard. I have worked hard over the years, decades to develop. And it's it's pretty private. There's no need to go public and explain where I am or what it took for me to get where I am in life. It's interesting when I do videos or talk shows, I'm amazed how many trolls or critics are out there. And I, I feel sorry for them. That, that has got to be a horrible existence. Uh, very low conscious spiritual development. And uh, they're tortured souls. And they'll stay that way. But they chose that. So perhaps they get what they deserve. But being grounded or connected to nature would be portions of our existence and reality that's not plastic and le- leathers, 
What do I mean by that? Well, portions, activities in life that does not come from, it's not derived from a government, an organized institution, corporation, a bank, brick and mortar, what would that be? Well, experiences out in nature would fit that definition. So anytime that you're in nature, let's say you're camping, hiking, bicycling, canoeing, kayaking, swimming, there you're involved in a natural environment where no legal or artificial construct of man is present. Observing sunrise, sunsets, watching animals, being in the present with prairie grasses, if you're involved in a garden, working with uh, plants, interaction with your pets, animals, that, that's all being connected to nature. The more that you can do that in specific hours during the day or weekends, the, the more you can designate time to be involved in nature, that's a spiritual connection. And that's definitely a healthier path. It's more in harmony with how we're designed and how we function at all levels. In order to do that, it's a trade-off. So obviously, if you spend more time in nature and you're on a spiritual trajectory, then you're going to have less time and spending less energy in the corporate plastic and leather world. Well, typically, if you're spending less time in that world, will you have the glitter, the glamour, or the trinkets that that world offers? Probably not. So it's a trade-off. And those that are on a spiritual path and connected to nature, the trade-off is, is okay. It's well worth it. A lot of people really enjoy the matrix, the plastic and leather, the corporate structure, organizations, governments, banking, entertainment. And uh, if that's the reality they choose, then they will spend time and energy in that reality. And then the different trinkets, artifacts, the glitter, they'll be able to participate in. Well, that's a decision they make. That's fine. I don't make those decisions, and I really don't associate with individuals like that. They're, they're in a different reality than mine. I don't step in their, into their reality, however, to be an aggressor, an agitator. I choose to not associate and be far removed from that individual or the plastic and leather world matrix. Now, it'd be nice if someone that chooses a natural, more spiritual vector, if they can be left alone as well. Typically, that's not the case. I have found that those in the plastic and leather world matrix will see to it that they interfere and interrupt 
those on a spiritual, natural path. There's been 7,000 plus years historical evidence to prove that to be the case. Another point to consider, you're dead longer than you're alive. So if you're fortunate to be alive for, say, 88 years and then you pass away, the condition of death is much longer than the 88 years that you were alive. In fact, more people in human history are dead, they're in mankind's common grave, than are alive. So the majority of time, the human experience, you're going to be in a state of being dead, not alive. Now, being dead versus being alive is millions of times greater. So are there people that have lived and died seven plus thousand years ago? Yeah. So they've been long gone. They've been in a state of being dead for 7,000 years or more. And how long were they alive? 80, 100 years. So you can see the ratio. With that being said, it would seem to me that while you're alive, you would kind of want to investigate what death is all about, the condition of being dead, and do you stay in that state indefinitely. Since, statistically, mathematically, it's very evident you will be more in a state of dead than alive. So if that's the majority of the condition, I would, at least while I'm alive, want to investigate a little bit about it and see what it's about, knowing that's where I'm going to be more than I am alive. Now, the number of people that think that way and investigate, it's, it's very small, absolutely very small. That seems kind of odd to me. But where we are as far as the, the human race and how people view reality and understand how life works, I find that the knowledge level is extremely tiny, infinitesimal. Why that is, is a, another discussion, another episode on its own. But I am glad that I've taken a lot of time, and I still do, to understand how life works, what happens at death, the state, the condition of, of being dead, and is there any prospect of consciousness or some type of life experience once you are no longer in human form? Now, to study that accurately and have science insight, it is completely different than what close to 100% of people think if you were to interview them now. The current concept or people's perception of what happens, where did they get that information? What are the credentials? What is the research done? And you'll find it dismal. In fact, figure of speech, I would bet you people spend more time in investigating, researching, purchasing of a car or truck than they do about life and what happens afterlife in human form. So it's curious, very interesting from my perspective to be live now, to look at humanity as a whole, the human experience, how I observe it and what I'm taking away from it is completely different 
than community, my peers and family. But I, I wouldn't give up anything. My thinking process and what I've observed. If you fall in a category where you think your thinking process, your observations are a little unique, and that you're not in step with the crowd, your thinking process and what motivates you, your observations is different than the crowd, then I would say that's probably a good thing. Also, I would say that you're not alone. I think that the group that you're in, let's say the company that you're in, is, is small. Very small. Teeny, tiny minority. And that's okay. And you should be okay with that as well, to be in a very small minority. Because your thinking is different, your observations and your observations your vector as far as your spiritual progress. So don't, don't think you're alone, but there aren't many, but you're not alone. And that's in, in my assessment, observation, that's a good thing. I'll just put it that way. So I'll uh, end this episode. I always encourage the uh, handful of people that listen to these podcasts, get out in nature as much as possible. And then you could structure, it takes time, you have to be patient, but you can structure your life to allow more time to be in nature and allow more time to develop your spiritual path. That's within your control. And it's 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 a mindset. So if you're if you're willing to make adjustments in your life and you're okay with less trinkets, less glitter, less plastic and leather, you can you can absolutely do that. For an illustration, I've personally, in a 24-hour day, I'm able to spend about six hours in the plastic and leather world matrix. Six hours on average. The rest of the time, I'm either in nature or I'm in a frame of mind, a, a conscious meditative state where I'm completely detached from the plastic and leather world. It took me a while to get there. And then in exchange for that, I don't have the plastic and leather lifestyle or possessions, but that's all right. That's what I wanted to do. I'm perfectly content with the little possessions and the age and quality of the possessions I have of plastic and leather, I'm able to function with what I have and being content to me is priceless. So I am able to spend the large majority of a 24 hour day in a spiritual pursuit and a reality that I've created and I thoroughly enjoy. I don't know if I'll be able to be a part of the plastic and leather matrix less than six hours. That'd be nice if I could, if I could get it down to four or three hours in a 24-hour day. Just, just giving you time references. 
I don't know if that's possible. I, I'll certainly try. But in 20, close to 20 years that it took me, I'm down to a small portion. What's that? About a fourth, one fourth of a 24 hour day that I'm kind of forced to engage in the plastic and leather world matrix. Well, that's doable because that means three fourths of the time. I'm in a different reality. I'm in a spiritual condition. It's extremely enjoyable, very peaceful, solitaire, but really to me enhances and justifies my existence. So it's up to you, time management, goals, priorities, methods of simplifying your life gives you, frees up more time to be connected to nature. You know what it is. You're very well aware of your commitments, your lifestyle, your goals, your priorities. I don't need to tell you what to do. No one else does either. You know, I just would say it's fantastic if you can. The words really can't describe the benefits being heavily in the realm of nature and a spiritual reference than the glitter, the knickknacks of the plastic and leather world. So sunrise, sunsets, phenomenal. Gardening, fantastic. Being outside as much as possible. Animals, always uh, an enrichment. Finding good quality association of similar like-minded individuals. You don't need many. One, two, three. If you have three, that's phenomenal. If you have three real good friends or family members who are kind of on the same page, that's like winning a lottery. So you don't need many. Three would be fantastic. Then you can shut off all the, the chatter, the, the noise. And media does that, television and other technologies. You can simply uh, cut that out of your life, turn things off, and it makes a world of difference. So just throwing that out there, episode 19. And I like these podcasts because of the way it's structured, it's troll-free. I think what happens is some of my shows or podcasts, when I, whenever I do a, a video on Odyssey and there's a section of comment, that's when they come out of the woodwork. But I separate myself from those uh, type of individuals, feel sorry for them. Certainly glad that I'm not in that state. I've elevated way past that decades ago. But we're all at different levels, aren't we? So I encourage you, it's it's doable. If you want to do it, you, you, you can. You just think about it. Develop a plan, a strategy, and engage in that. And be patient. It's not going to happen overnight. So what if it takes many years? You'll enjoy the process in the first place. And then as the months and years go by and you're able to spend more time in nature and have more of a spiritual reality, it pays off. And you just get more encouraged to keep on that path. All right. I'll sign off. Take care.